Good afternoon and welcome to Find Your Sparkle with Jen. I'm your host, Jennifer Stewart, owner of Jazz Potential and creator of Find Your Sparkle, where you'll be inspired, informed, and entertained. And I am delighted to have with me today my friend and guest, Anita Kirkbride, who is the owner of Twerp Communication Incorporated. Welcome, Anita. Thank you. Well, it's great to have you here. Now, you and I have known each other sort of in passing for the past several years. I know that we were both went through a program with Seed when we were starting our businesses, and a lot has been happening for you since that time. Can you explain a little bit for our audience what Twerp Communications is and what you do? Sure. Twerp is, uh, I'm a social media consultant and strategist, so I help small businesses figure out how to use social media to promote themselves. So I help small businesses learn how to post on Facebook about their business and their products or how to have a conversation on Twitter and not get lost in the chaos of Twitter or how to use hashtags on Instagram. And I help them do things like build a whole strategy around social media so that they know what they're doing and when and whether or not it's working for them. So I know for a lot of people, social media can be overwhelming. There are so many things out there that you can putter around with. Well, just just imagine trying to work on it every day, all day. <laughs> no, no, that would be pretty hard on my head, I think. It's hard enough as it is trying to keep up. How do you deal with your clients that are saying, holy cow, Anita, I don't even know where to begin? Which social media avenue should I be using? It's different for everybody. So the first thing I do <clears throat> is talk to the business owner about where who their client is. If your client is the stay-at-home mom because you're selling something that stay-at-home moms use, you're going to look at different networks and a different strategy than if you're trying to market products to, let's say, 16-year-olds getting ready to go to university or different than... Um, 50 year old men who are working in the wood shop. So depending on who your audience is, it could be a different network. If you wanted to talk to uh, women, generally we would go to Facebook or Pinterest. If you want to talk to men, you need to go to YouTube. If you want to talk to university students, we're looking at Snapchat and Instagram. So it really starts with figuring out who your audience is and going to where they are already hanging out because it's a lot easier for one business owner to go learn how to use, let's say, Instagram and use it well it's a lot easier to do that than to try and drag all of the university students you want over from Instagram to Facebook because that's where you're more comfortable. Right. So one of the things that I've noticed is people think that they have to be everywhere, but you don't. I, I definitely don't espouse that view. I don't tell people they need to be everywhere. If, if people are finding social media to be overwhelming for their business and finding that it just takes way too much time, I always tell them to pick the one that's the best option for them and start there until they have the, the desire and the time and the resources to move on to a second one. So if they don't have the resources, can they call you? Well, uh, sure, they can call me. And we do have a service where we take over people's accounts, if you will, and do the majority of the posting and do the research and the writing and the graphic design and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that service isn't really for the very small business owner, but 
I can certainly help them figure out how to use the platforms and help them uh, figure out some processes and programs that can make everything easier for them. Well, that would be definitely a godsend for many people, I'm sure. (laughs) Now, you talked about having a strategy and helping people set up a strategy. What do you mean by that? Well, it starts with figuring out who who you want to talk to and moves on to what is it you want to tell them. So social media is about so much more than just sales. And a lot of businesses and a lot of people who are used to, I'm going to call it old school advertising, Mm -hmm. um, they still think social media is about advertising. And it's not. It's about building relationships with your customers so that they, and it's very cliche, so that they get to know, like, and trust you. And that's important. And it's very important. So a strategy is really laying out all of the plans for how you want to talk to people, what kind of voice you want to use, what kind of personality will your brand have, uh, how often are you going to talk to them, what kind of content are you going to share with them, what is that going to look like, where are you going to get that, who's going to make it, all of those things, and putting it down on paper so that you have a plan to work from. So there's a great quote. I have no idea who said it. It was, uh, if you if you plan the work, then you just have to work the plan. And makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. If you've got something in writing that says, on Monday, I'm going to post Motivation Monday, it makes it a whole lot easier to go out and find that post on Monday morning when you're sitting there trying to figure out what the heck you're going to post. Well, that definitely would ease the... Yeah amount of work that you have to do throughout the week too. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, are, there's pro there are programs out there that can help with that. There's lots of programs. I'm very well known locally for being a Hootsuite ambassador. So I do a lot of promotion for Hootsuite, which is a Canadian company. One of the reasons that I like it so much. Well, and that's a good thing for people to know. Absolutely. Yeah. It's based out of Vancouver. I wish it was based here, but <laughs> you know, we can only do so much. Um, but Hootsuite is, it does a couple of things. It does allow people to schedule their content to go out later. So if you know that you're going to be, let's say you're a restaurant owner and you know that you're going to have a different lunch special every day of the week this week and your chef has planned those out for the week, you could sit down on Monday morning and you could make your tweets and your posts to your Facebook page go out every day at 11 o'clock, let's say, so that you don't have to be sitting there at 11 o'clock to do it. You don't have to remember. It will just go out. And that kind of scheduling can relieve a lot of stress for somebody like a restaurant owner or a small business owner because they don't have to be right there. They they can plan it ahead right. and then it just goes. So Hootsuite is a program that, that does that kind of stuff. Another program that's um, really popular here in Halifax is called Buffer. Okay. And it's kind of, if you don't use Hootsuite, you're probably using Buffer locally. Right. And um, it, it works a little bit differently in that you set up a, a buffer schedule and then you put things in the queue and buffer just picks the next thing on the list to go out when it's time to post something okay so if you say buffer posts something three times a day at nine noon and two and you put a whole bunch of things in the queue it's just going to say okay what's next at nine o'clock and post it okay so it's a little bit different um and they both you know, have uh, different features, but those are the two most popular ones that a lot of small business owners locally find them very helpful. Now, did I see that you created a an ebook to help people? I, 
did. Right. So I talked did. about that. So I have an ebook called Hootsuite Essentials, and it is a, a walkthrough of how to set up Hootsuite for the very first time. Or if you happen to have an old account that you've just never really used, it will walk you through getting it all set up, getting everything, all of your social media profiles attached to it, um, and how to use it, how to optimize it. The biggest Biggest problem I have or I see with people using Hootsuite is they get in there and they get overwhelmed and they don't know what to do with it. That so, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So this book kind of walks you through all the steps to get it set up so that it will make sense to you so that you can actually use it to start saving time. And if people are interested in purchasing your ebook, how can they do so? So it's available on my website which is twerp.ca, and that's twerp with an I, like Twitter. Uh, so twirp.ca, and uh, there's a little tab at the top that says uh, products or resources or book. Yeah. Now, what other, I guess, services can you offer your clients? You do a lot more than just the social media stuff. <laughs> I, I do a lot of different things. This year has brought on some really interesting opportunities. So I've just launched uh, with two collaborators, a social media conference here in Halifax. And I've been seeing some buzz about that, so, so that's a good sign. We're very excited about this conference. I guess by the time this airs, it will have been announced for a while, but uh, the conference is in June, on June 22nd. It's called Social Media Day Halifax. And it is, it's a, it's a one day professional development opportunity for small business owners. So often when we see these conferences, they're aimed at the big corporate community. Right. And they don't talk to the small business owner. Yes, all us little guys get left out a lot. Exactly. So I saw this gap in the community and I've been wanting to create this conference for a couple of years. It's a perfect fit for me, obviously. Mm -hmm, Definitely. So I, um, I recruited. Uh, Linda Daly from Daily Progress and Tina Capalbo from Lyft Communication. And the three of us are putting this conference together now. And we're, we're really excited. The community has been overwhelming with their early support of this. That's fantastic. We've sold, um, 25% of our early bird tickets. Wow. In the first day. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. And we haven't even announced a speaker yet. That's incredible. So we're really excited about that. That's probably the biggest new venture I have going on right now. What else can you tell us about that? So June 22nd, where is it going to be held? It's June 22nd. We're having it at Cineplex in Bayers Lake, which is a really different venue for most conferences. Comfy chairs anyway. Comfy chairs. (laughs) Um, There might possibly be some popcorn in the afternoon, (laughs) Uh, but it allows us to have just a different feel and the technology is all there. So for the presentations and the microphones and the streaming all those things that we really want to focus on for social media, it's all built in. We didn't have to worry about it. So it's a really interesting place to have a conference. I think it's going to it's gonna be really cool. And what is the maximum amount of people that you it's can It's a have? funny number. So our maximum capacity is 299 because that's the uh, maximum seats in their biggest theater. So 299 tickets total for this if you want to sit in for the keynote. 
So if people don't want to sit for the keynote, they don't have to. We could probably sell a few extra tickets, I guess. But So are there different, so there are, obviously there are different price lines for that. So is it a full day conference? It's a, it's a full day conference from, uh, I think we're going to be from nine to four. Okay. And we'll have three different streams throughout the day. So we're hoping for kind of a beginner, medium and advanced level in the morning for 45 minute sessions. And then in the afternoon, we'll have three very detailed hands-on workshops for people so they can dig a little deeper into something. So bring your laptop. Well, yeah, bring your laptop. Um, some of them might be more on a planning level. So it might be with uh, workbooks and writing things out. And yeah. What about a cost? Now, you mentioned early bird, so obviously there's a discount. There is. Um, so the early bird price, we have our first 99 tickets are $99. Oh, Once wow. they're gone, they're gone. And then it's going up to 149 Either way, that's a really good price. And, you know, I love that you're actually focusing on the smaller businesses mm. and the solopreneurs and the entrepreneurs. And, you know, that's a really like you said, and I've identified, it is a niche that has been missed in a lot of these conferences. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not going to break the bank. Well, I don't think it it does. I go to a conference out in San Diego called Social Media Marketing World. And I'll tell you, it costs me a a lot more more than $99 a day. (laughs) I can just imagine. Now, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what you've been up to. This is Jen on 97.5 FM. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Find Your Sparkle with Jen. And my guest today is Anita Kirkbride. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, During the break, we were talking a little bit more about the conference that is coming up, the Social Media Day Halifax Conference. Did I get it right? That's it. Social Media Day. So for people who want to buy tickets, how can they do that? So we have a website. It's socialmediadayhalifax.com. Pretty uh, straightforward. And the tickets are available there. Uh, right now, they're $99 for the first 99 and then when those 99 tickets are spoken for, it goes up to 149 Well, and, and I know that they will go quickly. Well, we sold 25% of them in the first day, so wow. we're, we're expecting that probably by the time this airs, the $99 ones are sold out. Wow, that's incredible. Now, what can someone get out of this conference? We are really working hard to make sure that all the sessions are very actionable. A lot of times when you go to conferences or you go to a professional development event, somebody gets up to speak and it's very airy-fairy and very inspirational. And inspirational talks are great, but we want this conference to really give the small business owner things that they can do when they get back to their business. So we want them to walk out of each session with at least one thing that they say, oh, when I get back, I am going to do this, or I need to learn how to do this, or that gave me an idea for this, right? Right. We want them to really have actionable things out of this conference. This isn't meant to be an inspirational conference, although our keynote, who I can't announce yet, <laughs> darn, is going to be quite inspirational. Um, and I think people will, will really get a lot out of that too. I was hoping that you would say him or her. <laughs> I'm trying very not hard not to. <laughs> I thought we were going to get a little bit of a hint there, Anita. 
<laughs> this person is local. Is that a good hint? Okay. Yes. Well, that, that is a good hint. Now, some other things that we talked about were during the break were things that people can find on your website. Because you've, you've been blogging for a long time. I know you've got a lot of really great information. What kind of things can people find when they go to your website at twerp.ca? Twerp.ca, twerp with an I. Um, I've been blogging for ever since my business began. It was always part of my marketing strategy to blog. So I've been blogging for seven years, almost weekly for seven years. Wow, that's a lot of blogging. That's a lot of posts. And I've recently gone through an audit and taken out a lot of the old ones that just weren't relevant or the information had changed. Okay. So I've whittled it down, but there's still close to 300 blog posts on my website. Wow. And they're everything from, you know, explaining a change to the Facebook algorithm, which happens almost daily. All the time. <laughs> to explaining to people how to post their Instagram photos on Twitter. So a lot of my blog posts are very actionable. I seem to have a bias towards making <laughs> things very actionable. Um, but you could you could read on my blog how to do something and then go implement it for your own business. And my theory is, or my philosophy is maybe a better word, that I want to give away all my knowledge. Right. I want to help the small business community figure out how to do this stuff. And not every small business can afford to hire me. Right. And not every small business needs to hire me. It could just be one little thing they need to learn how to do. So I want them to find it on my website. So I, if I learn something new, if I figure something out, I'm probably going to blog about it. Well, that's really good information to have. And I love the fact that you, you know, you really are giving back because that's one of the philosophies that I have is I like to provide a lot of things for free because there's mm -hmm. no sense in keeping everything inside. Not only that, you had alluded earlier that you're establishing a rapport, you're building a relationship. So when it comes time for someone maybe needs your assistance, then word of mouth and recommendations, I'm sure must be pretty prevalent. Yeah, I do get lots of, of word of mouth referrals for sure. So lots of people read my stuff and do it themselves. But then when they have a friend or a colleague who right. doesn't want to do it themselves, they'll send them to me. So that's definitely part of my marketing strategy, if you will, is to, to put that information on the blog. The other thing it does for me is it's really good for search engine optimization. Absolutely. So helping me to be found on Google. And when people call me out of the blue, the first, well, not the first thing, one of the things I ask them is, how did you come to call me? Because there are other people in Halifax that do this. Right. And um, I would say about 95% of the time, if they've, if they weren't referred by another person, they found me through Google. So I know that that strategy is working for me. Oh my goodness, definitely. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about search engine optimization? Sure. Just on a very basic level. Yeah, so search engine optimization is the process by which we make our websites appear higher in search in search results. So when someone's looking for a specific thing on Google. Exactly. So you go to Google and you search for a social media consultant in Halifax. I want to be the number one result. Everybody wants to be the number one result for whatever people are looking for, right? Because that people don't, people won't go past maybe one or two pages of search results to right. get what they're looking for. So you need to be at the top. So it's the process that we use to get to the top. And the process is based very heavily on 
using the words and phrases that our ideal audience would type into Google. So the best story I have to illustrate this is when I started seven years ago, probably in that seed program, I called myself a community manager. Okay. And all over my website, it said I'm a community manager for small businesses and so on. And one day somebody said to me, oh, so you do social media. I thought you were working with Halifax Rec doing community programming. Ah, light bulb moment. It was very big light bulb <laughs> moment for me. And I said, oh, okay, so Halifax isn't ready to understand what a community manager is yet. Right. And they're looking for a social media consultant. So as much as I wanted to be leading edge and call myself something different, I had to call myself a consultant if I wanted to be found. Right. So that that's really important for people to understand. Don't call yourself um, a life coach if people are looking for a therapist. Right. Right. Don't call yourself a psychologist if people are looking for a therapist. If people need a personal trainer, don't say you're a, you know, don't make up these strange things to call yourself. Right. Because it sounds really cool and it's what you want to be called. You can educate them later. I can educate my clients now that I am their community manager. Right. But that's not what new people are looking for. Right. And like you said, when you go to the Google search, you're looking for social media. Yeah. That's the first Yeah. Thing. Or they're, they're looking for social media training or social media consultant. So all over my website, those are the phrases that I use so that right now, hopefully, if somebody's listening and they go to their Google and they search social media consultant Halifax, I should be one of the top results. Well, that's fantastic. That's a really, really great thing. Yeah. Now, we talked a little bit at break about your placing in the finalist for the Halifax Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year. Now, by the time this airs, you will know whether or not you have won, which we're putting that out there that you're going to win, <laughs> by the way. And what we'll do is on the show, we'll do a little insert that indicate that lets our audience know. But tell us about that whole process, because I know it's quite an intense process once you get that nomination. It's really interesting to go through that. And, you know, I had been nominated for a couple of years previous and didn't accept the nomination because I didn't feel I had anything I could really put into the nomination to to win it. If you're okay. going to do something like this, you want to win it, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> so I, I didn't feel like I had enough to put into it. But this year, the nomination came in and they don't tell you who nominated you. No. So you can't even go back and thank the person. Right. But I had a feeling this year and I did find out who nominated me this year uh, because I asked her. <laughs> so I, I decided to go through with it this year and I got a lot of help from my mastermind group at the Center for Women in Business to just brainstorm all of the things that I could put into this. So I put together the application, which needed letters of recommendation, and I had to go through and explain how my business had grown in the last year and how I innovate and how I give back to the community. And it was, you know, it was a really, it's a tough process for somebody who doesn't like to talk about themselves. Right. And, you know, most women don't like to talk about themselves. Exactly. So it was really hard. Um, so I was really excited to find out that I was one of the five finalists in the small business category. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, I, you know, I have a good feeling about the end result, but of 
course, I don't know yet. So, and when is the dinner? The, the January January twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Yes, that's just around the corner. It is. It's next. You must week. be so excited. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm very excited, and I'm in the process now of trying to plan a speech. They tell us to have a speech prepared just in case, and. That's nerve-wracking. That's a speech I never thought I'd have to give. <laughs> Do they tell you how long it has to be? Uh, two minutes. Well, two minutes. that's pretty and good. That's not it, bad. You know what, though? For somebody like me who can obviously talk, uh, trying to come up with something pithy to say in two minutes is really difficult. Cramming it all in. Cramming it all in. Yeah. <laughs> and I refuse to be one of those people at the, like at the Oscars who just lists off a whole bunch of thank yous. <laughs> I can relate to that. That's a little bit... It's not very creative. No, definitely not. So tell us a little bit. We're almost out of time. But before we go, I just want to get a feeling about how did you even get involved in this? Because, I mean, social media is, I mean, like you were saying at break, it's in its teenage mm -hmm. years. But that's really, how did you jump into this? So 12 years ago, I was working in fundraising. And I knew that I didn't want to continue as a fundraiser for the rest of my life. It wasn't, it wasn't my calling. Um, I worked for great causes, but my passion and my training was in communications. And so this was just about the time that Facebook had opened up to the community. It wasn't just for Harvard students anymore. Right. Twitter was getting a little more popular. These networks were coming along and I was using them to promote the charity I was working for at the time. And I loved that part of my job. Uh -huh. So I had heard a rumor that um, some places were outsourcing this kind of work to people. And I thought, well, when this contract is over, maybe I'll do that. Sure enough, the contract ended. And I said, I'm not going to go back to fundraising again. I'm going to take a leap of faith and go out on my own. And um, I was one of the first ones in Halifax to be offering that kind of service. I wasn't the first, but I was one of the first. Wow. So many things have changed and evolved over the years. Mm -hmm. Before we leave, do you have any final words for people when they're intimidated and they're, you know, really frustrated with using social media? Half the time when something doesn't work on Facebook, it's Facebook's fault, not yours. <laughs> That's a good one. I haven't even heard that one before, but I do. I love, I love that. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure having you here, Anita. Good luck at the chamber dinner. I really Thank am you. putting it out there because I think that you really deserve to win. You've done a heck of a lot. You've grown. You've got your blog service. You've got your social media day Halifax coming up. And I'm sure by the time that this airs, you may be close to being sold out for that conference. Oh, well, that would be amazing. We would be so excited. So just to reiterate, the Social Media Day Halifax conference is June 22nd. That's right. Bears Lake Cineplex. Yes. First 99 $99. That's right. The remaining 199 seats, just $149. That's right. And they can people can visit socialmediadayhalifax.com to purchase their tickets. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here. We will hopefully see you again soon. This is Jen signing off of Find Your Sparkle with Jen. And I want to say a special thanks to Jim Francis for producing this show. And you're listening to 97.5 FM.